0: Hey Noah, explain to me the picture that you just sent me i 'm looking at it now what mm-hmm. What am I looking at? I see a torn open garbage bag with garbage mm-hmm. spilling out of it is this yeah. was this in your in your
1: dumpster why Why are you sending me a picture of garbage? Um, you know how i 'm really a fan of bears. I think that bears yeah. are so cool yeah. I just think that I, I, I think that they are strong and powerful and I was trying to get in the mind of a bear because I needed to be more strong and powerful. And so I went out um, into a wooded glen and I followed a family of bears for four months. Um, that's why I've been gone. And they've, they've ta- they taught me a lot. I, I asked them, where does your power come from? Yeah. Uh-huh. And they growled at me, couldn't understand it. So I just started eating garbage. And so I sent you, that's actually my breakfast. That was my breakfast.
0: Okay, sort of jumping on that that Instagram
1: bandwagon, of mm-hmm. the,
0: food, the food,
1: yeah, uh, the food it, it's called it's called a garbage mukbang, and it, and it, and it was, it, I gotta tell you, whoever's garbage I ate had some good leftovers, but the reason why, I sent you that picture as a sort of statement to say like this is my new life, this is my new life, this is where I'm 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 kind of accepting myself as as to be mostly bare spiritually, um. And, and that, and, 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 Ethan, well, ask why. Why? Because, Ethan, why? I'm a bear now. So that, okay. Mm-hmm. That's okay. why I send it to you. you is this some kind of,
0: any- is this some kind of, I know you've been kind of, ups- you've been kind of stressed out about, you know, we're, we're, here we are, episode 15, Mm-hmm. No catchphrase. Is this is this somehow uh, somehow is this how you're expressing your, your Ethan? You're stress seeing about right that? through me.
1: You're looking right through me. You're peering into my soul and you're seeing my truth. Okay, yeah, yeah. I've no, been no feeling a little lost. Yeah. Um, because we didn't have and we don't have a catchphrase. Uh, so I needed to find my individual validation somewhere else, and I found that in bear culture. And. If I'm being honest with you and myself, I hate it, Ethan. I smell horrible. Garbage doesn't taste good, no matter what anyone says. And I... I want to come home. Will you invite me home?
0: Is, this, uh, po- is this post, is this post, or
1: is this post the uh, theme music, or? Is this no, this- I think that that last bit I said was a stroke. In my head. So the stroke, got it. Yeah, it, so, okay. The theme music's playing right now. As we're talking, okay, so we can keep talking.
0: It's got about like another 20 seconds, I think, left. Okay, here comes the clap clap. Hi, welcome back to Background Centuries. This is Ethan. This is Noah. And we've got a really great episode ahead for you, feel, our I listeners.
1: I feel good about it. You know, I we've, don't we've know what's going to
0: happen yet, but um, I feel good about it.
1: <laughs> wait, did you not? Wait, did you not get the script that I sent out? Oh, you're gonna have to do this episode a cold read because I I've, I scripted out the whole thing. Okay. Well, let me pull up here. My let email. me sen- Let me send it to you. Oh my gosh, I forgot to link. I forgot to include the link in the email one. All right. There, I just emailed you the the script for today's episode. If you want to just give that a quick look over Mm -hmm. while I am a few bars of my favorite song. (laughs) Okay, I got it. Okay.
0: Okay, let's see. Welcome to Background Centuries. Mm And we've got a... Okay, got it. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Ethan, how are you doing? You know... I, I'm not finding, I'm not finding this part in this, oh, you're just sort of,
1: got it. The, um, this was, this, I, uh, did I give you the updated one? Oh, I, I, I added a, hold on, in the version two script, I added a little place for a little improv greeting each other. Hold on, let me send that one to you. Okay. Okay, sent that. Okay. <laughs> okay, got it. <laughs> okay. Okay. I really want to get to that next part of a melody. Um, so, how are you doing? You know, I am feeling
0: like an ice cold water bottle mm-hmm. that's slightly sweaty, mm-hmm. but just a
1: complete, a complete oasis. I love that. You know, in the science business. Which I don't think anybody calls it the science business And I think we should start In the science business, we call that condensation I was trying to, I guess, be a little more approachable Oh, I know, I know, I, oh, I know I, I know that you know the word I wasn't trying to explain it to you I was just trying to, you know, create a conversation And, um, how am I doing? Pretty good, pretty good I created a new recipe Um, it isn't edible Because most of it is, Um, garbage but i wrote it all out on a piece of paper so i made it
0: okay yeah
1: yeah what are what what are what's the top uh top ingredient yeah shards of broken glass that's the that's the main thing that the dish is built around and it's meant also to- if i have to excuse myself to go um throw up blood i've been doing that pretty recently um, i don't know why but um, we can just we'll just pause the podcast so i do that yeah, and, well, and maybe when you maybe when
0: you do that, you maybe you call you know call a, a doctor while you oh, while you're while we're I think paused. I are pretty busy.
1: Doctors are busy because hmm. they are busy with the science business. Busy with the science business. Ethan, we have a great show that I've scripted out, and I'm super excited about it. Ethan, hit delete. Control, delete. Throughout oh. the episode. Oh, okay. Um, Throughout the episode, script. We're okay. shooting from uh, there. It's de- It's de- It's
0: in my trash can, and I just emptied my trash can.
1: All right. So it's I just can't even you me.
0: I can't even get to it if I if I wanted mm-hmm. to.
1: Um, thank you for bring. Um, thank you for for obeying me. And as we just, hold on, I'm gonna edit that bit out. Why did I say thank you for obeying me? Oh my God. <laughs> because
0: I do have. <laughs> I do have tin foil connected to my to my brain, mm-hmm. that is a direct feed to your to your bedroom.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we're gonna just be doing this. We're just gonna be doing this. Just me and you. No safety net. No scripts. I don't even know who who made a script. That was a dumb idea. I love it. So here's what we're gonna do. Instead of doing a segment that we've done before, I'm going to kind of shake it up as I do. Ethan and I have done several, have written several screenplays. Um... Uh, some of them have even been filmed and uh, aired across the the independent film festival circuit, and we've we've seen a lot of success in that. Um, and so, how these scripts usually start is Ethan and I will sit in a room and we'll just kind of start pitching, and we call it the pitch ditch because we um, the the specific room we we sit uh, we sit in we we have um, uh, dug out a, a sort of channel a ditch that we sit in when we pitch our, our film ideas. Maybe we're not what you would classify as experts, but we are definitely have expertise in the, the realm of, of screenwriting and, and filmmaking. Um, and, and I bring that up because Ethan and I, through our various connections of our, of our years of travels and stuff like that, um, have, have, um, gained access to to a sort of um, underground database of of failed failed scripts. Um, and, and Ethan, you and I, we, we you know sit in the sit in the pitch ditch, and and when when we're making our own scripts, we sit in there and we and we kind of brainstorm. But I was thinking we we kind of unearth some of these um, these failed screenplays and and try to figure out what went wrong and see if we can see if we can fix it and make it work. Um, and, and, and I, and I think that there's a lot of, I think there's a lot of possibilities in this segment. What do you think? I think so. And, you know, some of our, some of our,
0: our friends and connections at Universal, at Miramax, um, mm-hmm. and, and, Paramount, you know, they've, uh, sort of run it by us a couple different times. Like, Hey, like we have this, we have this, you know, storehouse, uh, mm-hmm. of, uh, you know, Why don't you, you know, use it on the, on on the Mm -hmm. show? So I I say, I say we crack
1: that open and just kind of, you know. And I, and I, um, and I, in preparation for this segment, I kind of went through to see what would be a good first, um, screenplay. And, um, I think that this one's it. Um, Ethan, uh, have you, did you ever read the one that was entitled... Alien Dynasties? Uh, no, no. Did you ever read that one? It was actually, um, originally written by Steven Spielberg, and um, George Lucas did some punch-ups, um, but ultimately it was just left on the cutting room floor entirely. Um, so the, the quick synopsis of this of this film is, um, um we open with aliens in their, um, and it, what seem to be you know military garb, it's kind of just quick snapshots of you know a, a weapon, uh, you know a, a couple troops in armor, but we don't ever, ever see their faces. And then you know um, it, it, it becomes clear that, that they're they're setting they're ramping up for an invasion. And then we 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 realize their planetary target is Earth, which will unsettle any human viewer. Like that like that's a writing technique that I think is so brilliant is when writers put the danger on earth because that just connects right at home with us humans um and so you know we're, we're, the audience is me reading the the screenplay was even was was even scared, but the audience is scared, and then they land on earth, and then it's desolate there's no um there's no sign of life. There's just ruins of old, old Chuck E. Cheeses and, you know, a Coles, expect more, pay less. Um, and the aliens, it, 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 then there's a pause and the aliens are a little confused, like, ooh, did we have wrong intel? Are we on the wrong place? And there's kind of like this comedic um, pause where the aliens kind of look at each other and what? it's very funny and it and the, and the words really bring it to life on the on the screen play um yeah and so then um out of out of kind of the 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 crevices and cracks of this this new earth um emerge the remains of 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 human society which, which is just you know kind of a a handful of of different human tribes that have kind of segregated off um and then you know the, the aliens are like, "Hey, um, is this is this Earth? This is Earth, right?" And then they're like, "Oh yeah, this is Earth." And it turns out that previously Earth has already had it a calamitous calam calamitous. Sure. Uh, calamitous? A calamitous event. Um, col-, that, col Oh, sorry, Columpinus. Event that um ravaged ravaged the earth and so it was sort of this post apocalypse and so the aliens came after the apocalypse which i thought brilliant i've never seen that before i've never read that before um it was it was a very very new idea and then the next 4 500 pages of this truly truly long screenplay is just aliens and humans kicking it which you know it's written very well but i think i don't know what what, do, what what are your oh oh i i should get to the ending i should get to the ending the the oh, ending yeah. has a little bit of a twist um to kind of punch home the the overarching moral of the story um that is um it is revealed that the entire movie takes place as a chess game like the entire movie Zooms out and it's a chess game. It's a chess game played by two individuals, and those individuals are Bugs Bunny and Marty McFly.
0: And and so we do we see? Does it say if it's like a profile? Uh, do we just see silhouettes? How, what what's what's um, like? What's telling us? As an audience, that remember it's that Bunny. it's Bugs Bunny and, and Marty McFly.
1: Well, this is the interesting thing, is that um, in, uh, in this, this kind of stopped, t- took me aback for a second, because I was like, how, how are they going to do this? Um, but then I looked on the on the script, and it says IA. And I didn't know what that was, and so I did some, did some research, and it turns out that when a script says IA, that is when the script transitions into in-animation. And so, so,
0: Oh, interesting.
1: When we zoom out, it's a slow transfer into animation. And then we see, um, you know, Cartoon Bugs Bunny, which we're used to seeing. And then we're seeing a a sort of artist rendering of Marty McFly. That's what I think the script's saying. Obviously, you know, the script's trashed, so we can do anything we want to it. We can make any changes we want. But that's what's written. So do you have any it's Sort of a who-framed Roger Rabbit kind of... Yeah, it's it's sort of framed in that "Who Framed Roger Rabbit" sort of.
0: So I, I'm wondering if one of the reasons this was scrapped or just never made it far was was the length. I mean, um, yeah, you know that one of the one of the general rules uh, for screenplays is if 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 you're, uh if we don't get to the action within the first ten pages, then you know we've we've lost interest. And if we're not, if we're, I mean, in some sense, it could be that the action is flipped in sort of an unbalanced way where we start off with that, that one-two punch, aliens, earth, danger, and then it sort of just dissolves into um, like a mundane experience. I'm wondering if maybe...
1: Almost like a chill, like kind of like tone poem for the next... How, what did I say? Three hundred, four, five hundred pages. I mean, and that's just um, obscene. That it's, it's. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how they were thinking they would pull this off. And this is
0: interesting for one like Spielberg, who is is usually one to not belabor a point, um, but is is relatively streamlined in his communication in his style yeah, I think ET only
1: I think ET only appears in like 5 minutes of that movie because everything's just so uh, streamlined. Right, you know it, it,
0: his movies are a little bit more uh cut and dry, not not sort of the you know elongated experience of of like a like a Gangs of New York or mm-hmm. uh, or something yeah. something akin to that.
1: Yeah, and I'm wondering I'm wondering if this was his uh, um attempt to branch out, um, because reading it, you know, there's a lot of that Spielberg flavor of, you know, uh, oh no, there's scary lights and that sort of thing. Um, but there, there's a lot of new, really, um, bold, bold styles trying to, trying to, and I'm, and I'm wondering if this is him trying to, trying to make a more of an art piece. Yeah, that's interesting. And what, do you know
0: what uh, what's the
1: copyright year on that? On that? Uh, well, let, let me scroll down to the bottom. Um, oh wow! Turns out this one was in nineteen eighty nine. Nineteen eighty nine. So I, I mean, you know, he had at that point he had Saving
0: Private Ryan under his belt. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, big hitters, E.T. Yeah, um, and, uh, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. I mean, he, mm-hmm. so it, it could be. I mean, that transition in his. In his career, I mean, like, you know, we ha- we got silence out of Spielberg after a career of gangster yeah. movies. I mean, this could be sort of that uh, th- that moment of of realizing, you know, I have I as an artist have range. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean that that's the only explanation I can think of for such a exorbitant amount of of content for a, a fairly a fairly
1: low concept. Yeah, and and there's not a lot of things that happen, which I think is very interesting. And I and I'm wondering if, in in this segment, in this this uh, us trying to revisit this screenplay, I'm wondering if we should try to keep some of those elements in the script, just to kind of pay pay page to that. So yeah, so here here's what I'm thinking, we we
0: scrap maybe like the final third Mm -hmm. and, 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 you know, bridge the gap between that sort of that, that act two with Mm -hmm. the chess game Mm -hmm. and maybe act act one. We maybe a couple of really good montages. If we're, if we're trying to capture the essence of post crisis life, we have, you know, a family barbecuing, obviously with, with an alien sort of at the party. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, we have sort of the first, the first semblance of, of TV coming back Mm -hmm. and people, you know, making, making shows again. I I mean, we all, we all know how Spielberg likes to sort of break that fourth wall and create some Mm -hmm. sort of movie making element within the movie, you know? Mm -hmm. So maybe we, maybe he even gets that cameo he's always been wanting where you know we see spielberg this spielberg maybe he survived maybe he survived this crisis and he's now trying to put the pieces back together again he's he's making movies he's he's trying to branch out he's trying to be inclusive he's including aliens in the filmmaking process with their ideas and their experiences and and maybe it becomes uh, this this uh, a piece about about harmony after after
1: calamity. Ethan, I just started crying because I was so inspired by what you said. And I want to kind of see if I can addend one thing that you said. You said sure. that cameo that he was looking for. Mm-hmm. I posit maybe it's time for him to take up that leading man, that leading man role. I mean, I, I wasn't
0: going to – I was sort of – I wasn't sure if I was going to go that far. But, you know, I'm glad that you mentioned it because – that was what was really just rolling around at the back of my head. Yeah. Is this so is this the moment when he he realizes his full potential as an
1: artist and an actor mm-hmm. and as a storyteller? And I think that so I think that it's it's obvious that the main character's name is going to be Stevie. Yeah. Um and and I was thinking um uh, to to bounce back to the montage sequence, I think it would be really cool dual for duality's sake to to show um, the humans trying to teach these aliens um how to do sort of m- mundane things that we would do like like how to dribble a basketball and how to ride a bike and and all these aliens are um, um treating this thing as treating these things as like very foreign obviously because it is to them and so it's it's very funny to see them like very robotically trying to bounce a basketball or you know falling over on a bike um and then and then on the opposite end of that we see like them showing humans how to teleport and how to read minds and how to tra- inter- interstellar travel. And then maybe how we to even see, like, people, you know. how to probe people and turn them into mind zombies. Um, and, then, and then maybe we even go off planet for a sequence and we have an adventure where we enslave an entire other alien race. Um, and, we, and, and And sort of a lark, you know, sort of a fun thing. I'm wondering, too, okay, so, you know, there, there's always,
0: there's that trope in sort of the post-apocalyptic movie where we see the resourcefulness of humans to to improv uh, with the supplies they have around them. If we're having sort of this montage moment of humans doing mundane things, we sort of incorporate that sort of MacGyver resourcefulness and intuition on the part of Stevie, so maybe, you know, maybe there aren't any more rollerblades after the after the apocalypse, but but maybe he discovers that uh, if he attaches banana peels to the bottom of his feet, he can sort of just slip around and glide as if he were rolling rollerblades, and then everyone in the city and all the aliens just uh, call him Stevie Slippy from that
1: point on in the movie. Stevie maybe Slippy. that becomes his maybe that becomes his nickname. I like that. I. I I think that it needs. I think that that concept needs to have an extra push, an extra like emotional beat for Stevie to to propel him forward. So it's not like he just falls into success where he's he needs to create these slippery these slippery feet accoutrement, and so I think that I think that in this wasteland, the um, it has kind of been made normal that people instead of having rollerblades because rollerblades are gone um and roller skates they use old style film cameras that they attach to their feet and so the the um the film reel acts as a wheel and it sort of and, and, it, and it becomes a, a rollerblade like that and so steven spielberg sees that and then he's and and he's thinking like well I've been making movies with this one set of rollerblades, and I don't know. I, I think it's really cool, and and then he has to sort of fight the societal norm of like, no, we wear these on our feet. Stop trying to take pictures with them, and then, um, and then he's like, well, but I think we can really do something great. And they're like, then how would we have fun? And so that that inspires him to create the banana peel shoes. So and do you think maybe his.
0: Uh, Sort of like in this, in this biblical sense, he has a name change. Maybe he was, maybe they used to call him the real Stevie, real Mm -hmm. Mm R-E-E-L. And then he, and then when he was able to have this major character shift,
1: they started calling him Steven Slippy. Steven Slippy. And that's when, and that's, that can be like, you know, a Steven, a Stevie Flippy stevie slippy production you know that's the one with the dolphin that'll come later yeah that's stevie flippy that's where he that's where he makes a wish on a star and he turns into an aquatic
0: animal um yeah and the only person who can understand him anymore is elijah wood
1: (laughs) 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 not elijah wood's character him as an actor. No,
0: just Elijah Wood. So basically I think what we're discovering is that in order for this movie to really get off the ground it needs to be sort of a uh, uh, this is the end type of movie where everyone <laughs> just
1: plays themselves. I think that's I think that's really I think that's a really um, it, it, like that That exists, that idea exists, but it hasn't been played out. And so I think that the um, cultural Venn diagram of people who have seen it and then people who will haven't seen it but will understand it is really... I think that's really um, an advantageous place for us. So, okay, so we have that beginning montage and then sort of the relationship building um, with, the, with the you know alien cookouts and that sort of thing. Um, I think that we need to... In- I think one of the things for me is that we have this, this place of peace in the film, and I think that we need to inject um, something that begins at the third act that they have to just spend the entire third act you know, trying to resolve that conflict. And so do you have any sort of idea? I mean, like that rollerblade thing was really good. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that would be, maybe maybe there's another, um, maybe there's one of the aliens who said, you know, our mission was to come here and destroy it. And we're seeing that there is a society here, even though it's not as bustling as it was before, we were sent to destroy it. And so then he kind of, this the, this alien kind of uh, builds a uh, sort of insertion group and and then the 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 aliens and the humans have to join together to try and and quell this this ensuing strike
0: yeah he's sort of you know the 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 hard boiled you know mm-hmm. by the books kind of uh, you know alien and 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 the uh, the real question is is going to have to be what is it going to take for this alien and uh, we'll just call him we'll just call him Fred for now. Mm-hmm. What is it going to take for Fred to realize that all along, uh, all along the probe has been inside him, mm. and he just. Wasn't looking I have two
1: words for you Band Nope I'll rewind it Battle of the bands That's four words <laughs> Battle of the bands But battle and bands Is the best is, Those are the most important words So that's like the two main words And then those mm-hmm. other two They're just like little baby words that don't mean But it's like the two words Battle of the, of the, of the bands Yes Battle of the bands yeah. And I think that that we attack it from that angle and say like, "Oh, so you think we're worth just then then show us what you got. You think we're you think that we don't belong, we you think we don't deserve life, then show us what you got." And then you know, we have a, another shorter montage of F- Fred and his in his group trying to put together a performance and then you know, the, the humans and, and the, the good, the good aliens, you know, putting up their stuff. And then, um, Fred and his insurgent group goes first and it's really good. I think that, you know, um, we could get probably some cool composers to help us, you know, kind of smash out a, a cool tune. Um, well, I, then- I heard, I heard that Jack Black has been like really uh, vying
0: to for uh, a position to to work with Steven Spielberg, finally, and he's also so been may- really
1: trying to work with us. So he maybe keeps, I've been getting emails every day consistently for the past eighteen months. Um, maybe this uh, is his chance
0: to sort of to sort of uh, throw in
1: his hat for me. Maybe I think that that I think that's I think he's earned that. I really do. Um, and then um, when when uh, the, the the heroes perform their song, it's so beautiful and transformative that. Um Fred actually sheds a tear, and they lay down their weapons and and I think they all sing maybe a closing number, and we have sort of a high school musical ending and i don 't think that that takes away from the gravity of the movie i don 't I think, think that so I and, and I'm, and I and i and I know that people will be like, that seems kind of corny, and i 'm like are emotions corny because if emotions are corny, then call me a cob. Dude, there's gonna be so much laughter after that joke.
0: Yeah, wait for it. Oh man, I think that what we have uh, in front of us now is a working is a working story.
1: I I think it's a hit. I think that it's a hit, and I've been I've been writing everything out as we've been doing it, and so I have almost a completed screenplay, and I did take it from its original six hundred pages. Two and now we because because of all the streamlining we've done, it's now only five fifty. Which, there it is, perfect, yeah. bite size. Yeah, you know.
0: Well, great. I feel I feel really good about this. I feel, I feel like, really good about done is the title good? Uh, uh, Alien dynasties. I mean that. So, what it what it does there is reinforces the negative narrative sort of being uh, pushed by fred. Yeah, so I'm wondering if we need to create a, a title that is more demonstrative of the development we end up seeing in all the characters. So, I
1: have I have a I have, a, I have an idea. Okay? Harmony in the waste. Hmm. Harmony, Harmony in the, in the waste. waste.
0: Hey, that's uh, that's good.
1: I like that. And then um, now that we have that, I, it really, like, as as a button for the very end of this movie, I do want to keep sort of that existential question when it zooms out and goes into animation. I want to keep that, that sentiment. But I'm thinking maybe instead of it zooms out and then we figure out which one, was it um, Marty McFly or was it Bugs Bunny who won, they sort of just pause... Look at each other And then at the same time They just Knock over their own kings And then we cut to mm. black mm.
0: Um, Now hear me out mm-hmm. I like the cut to black Do we get Do we get a kiss In there before The fade to black out
1: mm-hmm. Yeah 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 okay. we ha- And then um, Cut to black And then Cut to white Cause nobody's ever Expecting that And then credits okay, yeah. And then we have Black font on top over of the, the white of top the white. And that's that's yeah, what we that's yeah, yeah. kind of our spin.
0: Yeah. And you know what is what's an element that I really, really miss in movies these days? They don't do it they don't do this anymore. Having having like gag reels play while the credits oh, roll. Yeah. I, I mean I feel like that's gotta if if we're if we're sort of chasing this uh this light this light mm-hmm. mood, I mean I feel like that's just the cherry on top, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I I I think I yeah, I think that that would really um kind of relieve a lot of the tension that the third act built up and kind of allow allow for that that um jovial spirit. Um and it's you know, Ethan, we, we've been talking here for so long. I'm so glad that we threw out that the script for the original episode that we were going to do. Um and it seems like we've kind of t- taken up the whole episode with this segment and I think that we might as well just keep doing that and uh just for a couple more minutes talk about this and I think that we should talk about casting because I think that Mm. you know I I didn't think that we would make a fully fledged story this fast and so I think that now that we have a little bit of extra time I think that we we talk about casting for a little bit so obviously obviously Stevie is is casted done locked right um Um, I feel like we can't we can't mention Jack Black and then not. I was maybe. just about to say that we can't. We can't have Jack Black on the creative team and not give him some screen time because that that boy's charisma is just off the charts. Yeah, um, let's talk
0: about Fred. Let's talk about yeah. That's what uh, I was thinking. Finding the right energy for Fred. Um, now, that's good. That's good. My my gut, my gut, my instinct is to go older. Rick Moranis, uh, <laughs> uh, um, like a like a Patrick Stewart.
1: Mm. Um, uh. Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart's a good. Um, Patrick Stewart's would be a really good get for that, and I think that he's available since he ever since he killed Professor X. Now here's something too. Um,
0: I'm all about subverting expectations. Mm -hmm. What about like a Tom Hanks? You Uh. know, we just, we don't expect to see Tom Hanks in
1: the role of the antagonizer Yeah Because you see see movies like, like Lady Killers Where it's like, oh, Tom Hanks is a bad guy, but he still has that charm But what if he was robotic? I think that's very interesting And if we're talking about subverting Okay, hear me out Do you know the dog that played Marley and Marley and Me? The dog? Yeah. Sure. Do you think that we could get that dog?
0: Uh, I mean, last I heard, uh, Dog's in Good
1: Health. Mm -hmm. Has all its shots. I don't see why not. I mean, I I think... Maybe not for the part of Fred, but I definitely think there's a place in there for for Marley. Well, you know, if... If we're if we're
0: exploring this idea that, uh, you know, sort of in line with with the typical the typical uh, characteristics of aliens, you know, the being able to read minds, I feel like we can't just limit this. We can't just limit this to a human cast if telepathy is in the picture. Okay. Okay. So um, maybe uh, you know maybe a goldfish has mm-hmm. a really really prominent. I mean, we would have to write them. We'd have to write them apart into the story. Which, mm. I mean, based on the the pace at which we're going now, I feel like that can be arranged. That can happen. that can be arranged
1: because I don't think I don't think other than Stevie, we don't have any real main characters. Um, other than Stevie, and I think that there should also be a um, a leader of the of the aliens. And, a- and and sort of Fred is the second in command.
0: Second in command. The leader,
1: I feel like, has got to be like a Kate Blanchett. I will. I was uh, okay. That's one. That's one. Like like a like a soft like a soft strength. I was. I uh, my my first gut instinct was Viola Davis. Just that, like, yeah, that's good because too. that would because then because then we have that that juxtaposition of of Fred's roboticness, which I really think that if we get if we get Hanks to really ch- stretch his chops, I think that would be really powerful. Um. Him playing off Viola. I think it would be incredible. That's gold. That's gold. And and honestly, I you know, I don't want to I don't want to say can you imagine having a movie with both Viola Davis and Tom Hanks when it comes around to Oscar season? I mean, I mean that's all anyone's ever going to be talking about.
0: I don't I think they'll stop film after that. It's sort of like, you know, when you make that album that's just you can't go any better than that, you break up.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then they stop making music.
0: Yeah, all together. Yeah. So maybe, maybe think we should make some,
1: this movie. I think we have some really solid leads. I I think we have some really solid leads, and I think that we have a good pitch. So I th- I what do you say? We climb out of this ditch. I I say
0: we 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 get back on the phone with our friends over at Miramax and say like, hey, maybe maybe this one deserves a second go around and just you know another mm-hmm. another read, uh, you know maybe yeah. we can. Mark it up with our red pencils and sort of just and and spit that one right back out and see yeah. see where it goes.
1: Yeah, I and I and I um you know I, I assume that that the head execs will be listening to the, to this because they're they're all friends of the pod so um yeah yeah so um yeah that's I you know, I feel really you know you know when you create something and you feel good afterwards you yeah feel like you could go eat a steak if you wanted and you weren't vegetarian or vegan yeah I know like, that feeling I, I feel like that right now.
0: Yeah, that's good. I think I think our oh, work is done here.
1: I think our work is done, and I feel really weird only having one segment in the show. And so I think that we're going to do... Ethan, you know what I'm going to ask you. It is 5
0: fifty five and thirty six thirty five thirty four thirty three seconds p
1: m as we speak that is a great time to be alive um you're gonna you're gonna think I'm crazy but my clock says the exact same thing the exact i mean, I, I, same knew, I
0: knew you'd say that
1: thing it's crazy it's almost like we're in the same zone baby
0: Thanks everyone for listening to Background Centuries. If you like Background Centuries, tell your friends about it. And leave us a review on iTunes.
1: Yeah, tell your tell your parents. Specifically your parents. Share this with your parents. All five of them. Have more parents. And after
0: you do that, go to the bathroom, rinse your toothbrush, put some paste on it, and
1: get to work. Get to work. Work that brush. Work that big brush in those pearly whites this has been background centuries with your background boys noah and ethan always more to learn
0: always less to say keep, keep it skippy, skippy Hollywood. Three, three, two, two, one,
1: one. <gasps>